This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm so glad to have back on the podcast, Jeff Metters. Jeff is Equipped Director of Risen Church in Cypress, Texas. He's the author of several books, including Rooted, Theology for Growing Christians, and Humble Calvinism. He's also the host of the Acts 29 podcast and a PhD student at Southern Seminary. Obviously, Jeff doesn't have a lot going on right now. (laughs) Jeff is married to Natalie, and they have two children, Ivy and Oliver. And Jeff, it's great to have you back. Oh, thanks, champ. It's good good to be here, man. Love your show. And so honored, honored to be here, talk about the Bible with you. Oh, man, I cannot wait to dive in. We're in the Psalms today, I understand. Yes. What passage from the Psalms do you want to look at? Psalm 121. It is one of my favorites. I... I probably think about Psalm 121 every day. Mm. And this is one of the Psalms of Ascent, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in just a minute. But why don't you go ahead and read it for us today? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. So we're going to focus on verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 121, and I'm reading out of the uh, Christian Standard Bible. Uh, Psalm 121, the Holy Spirit tells us through the psalmist, I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. All right. So I love it. I have lots of questions for you about it. Why don't we start with that whole, it's a Psalm of ascent going up. What, yeah. what is that all about? Yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of discussion about some of the history of ascents and what they are. And so Champ, maybe you can help me if I'm not, you know, like batting a thousand here with these descriptions, but I think there is some historical situations here of when they would be journeying towards the temple for for worship or headed for big feast days and headed for they would be sojourning making their way up there and i think especially in this psalm that you can kind of picture a a family headed from northern israel down to jerusalem mm-hmm. and there's hills and mountains and and things and there there could be dangerous things on the other side there could be a band of robbers, there could be um, all kinds of dangers, murderers on the other sides of these hills waiting to pounce, waiting to hold them um, captive, waiting to you know rob them. And so he's kind of looking towards these mountains, looking towards these hills and saying, where's my help gonna, gonna come from here? Um, as I journey towards Jerusalem, what, what's going to happen here? And and further in Psalm 121, it says things like, the Lord protects you, he's your shelter. Um, so I, I think there is some, some kind of historic reminder nestled into these Psalms of part of that Jewish rhythm and Jewish spirituality of heading towards the temple and, and heading for worship. Does that sound right to you, Champ? Do you, do you know? Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. And it's interesting, you know, even though they're going down to Jerusalem south, because Jerusalem is on a hill, they're always going up, you know, mm-hmm. and so they they call it a psalm of ascent, they're going up. So here, these other mountains, not just Jerusalem on the mountain, but these other mountains, these are the potential sources of threats and dangers as they're making that trip on foot or yeah. on horseback. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think there's that connection. And then I think there might be another subtle connection. I think that's primary connection. Secondary, I think might be, you know, Israel has a long history of hills and mountains. Things happen, good and bad, 
on these hills and mountains. You have Mount Sinai, incredible thing happens on Mount Sinai. Right. You have Moses in the burning shrub there on a mountain. You you have Mount Horeb, you have with Elijah, and you also have on every high hill and under every green tree, idolatry happening in the era of the kings. And so I think there might be a secondary connection of, I'm looking also up to hills going, where am I going to get help from? Is it going to be some, some Asherah pole that used to be there? Some Babylonian kind of cocktailed, mixed together spirituality? Kind of part, part Jehovah, part false God. Right. But then he answers, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So he kind of looks past the hills and looks up to God. So I, I think there's the primary one, the going to Jerusalem. And then I think there might be a secondary looking up at the hills with all that history kind of freighted into it. So he asks this question, and then how does he answer it? Yeah. What's the solution to this possible threat that's lurking? And yeah. obviously it's not the idols. Yeah, it's so good, because I think this is the most frequent prayer of my life. Psalm 121, Lord, help me. I'm going into this thing. I don't know how this meeting's going to go. Lord, help me. I'm feeling anxious today. Um, Lord, would you help me? I just feel a lot of shame about my past and regret and disgust. Lord, would you help me? Lord, I, I'm, I, want, I want to evangelize this person today. Would you help me? So I, I think that I get it all from Psalm 121 because he is looking out at his life, looking at what's next in front of him and says, I need help. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen here. So where will my help come from? And the answer is God, Yahweh. Like it just puts us back into connection with reality that God is going to help me. He is my helper. He is the greatest source of help in the universe. So it is just a putting an embargo on every other source of help that we would want to run to. Before we go to google.com, before we would go to any other kind of resource, before we even maybe even go to a friend, that we begin with the Lord, and the Lord may use a pastor, the Lord may use a friend, the Lord may use different channels of mercy to bring us his word and to bring us reminders of his mercy and grace. What I love about the psalmist, what he's doing is he's saying, I'm going to interact with God personally, not theoretically, not just as some kind of, oh, fable, myth, a warm, fuzzy feeling of there is a God, but no, a personal interaction with God. Where will my help come from? My help will come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Why do you think he adds that description at the yes. end? It's not just the Lord, but it's yeah. he's looking for help from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Like, uh -huh. Why would he add that? I love that. It's so good because sometimes we wonder, is God even really qualified to help me? I mean, he's the Lord of this universe and things aren't great here. There's sin, there's problems, there's all this kinds of stuff. But the psalmist steps back and says, hold on, who is God? He's the maker of heaven and earth. He is qualified. Like we, you, you want to go see a doctor and you look at, okay, well, where did they go to school? Are they actually a doctor? Like what's happening here? I want to make sure, like, did they get their, you know, dental degree from some like online thing? Like, no, they went to a real dental school. <laughs> this is legit. They have the qualifications. They, they are worth going to see. God, who is he? The maker of heaven and earth. He can help you with your problems, Jeff. He is more than qualified to be the help that you need, because he spoke everything into existence. Everything we can see, everything we can't see, he made it all. I think he's qualified. So I, I think that's just a great reminder for me. Um, the Lord is able, more than able, and willing. He's willing to help. Um, the fact that he's the maker of heaven and earth isn't meant to 
make us go, oh man, I guess he's pretty busy. No, it's he's available. L- look at how available the creator of the universe is to you, willing to help you. So that that's what draws me to it, is that God is qualified. I love that. And I love the contrast if you take mountains there as being the location of potential worship of false gods. Yeah. You know, the mountains are trying to bridge the gap between earth and heaven. And in contrast, the Lord is the maker right. of earth and heaven. That's right. And nothing is too hard for him. Yeah. Jeff, these are great verses. And I hope that all of us will, like you said, every day go to him and ask for his help in little ways and in big ways. And can we do that now? Can you ask the Lord to bring this verse to mind regularly for us? Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Uh, Holy Father, we come to you. Holy Spirit, we come to you. And King Jesus, we come to you knowing that you, God, are the maker of heaven and earth. You are the creator. You are the sustainer. The scriptures tell us that you uphold, Jesus, you uphold the universe by the word of your power. So where will our help come from? Where will our truest help? Where will we get the most help? It's from you. And Lord, I know I can be so quick to just think, well, maybe if I just would get more sleep, I'll feel less anxious. And that may be true on a level. Maybe if I could just do this thing or that thing, and that'll be really helpful. If I could just have this conversation, or if I could just meet this person, it would help resolve all this. And those things may all be a part, but ultimately, Lord, we need you. You are our help. So would you help us, Lord, in this way to not be practical daily atheists who just kind of go about our life, managing it on our own, hitting the pillow and doing it all again. But would you bring us reminders, as Paul tells us, to be constant in prayer, to pray without ceasing, that maybe one of these just constant prayers would be, Lord, help. Lord, help our children at school. Lord, would you help us at work today? Uh, Lord, would you help us in our marriages, help us serve in our churches, help our churches be faithful and, and fruitful. Lord, help our pastors as they preach and our, as they serve, help our testimonies, our evangelism. Lord, would you help us honor you? So wherever we need help today, Lord, would you help us remember you are our help? We thank you, Lord, that you love to help us, that it is not a burden to you at all. And we thank you that you are so kind and merciful and gracious to your children who just need your mercy, who need your help, who need you. Thank you, Lord. And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.